0: Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now, here's your host, Steve Schultz.
1: And happy Thursday, December 1, 2022. Can't believe the year's almost over. God is on the throne. Things are happening. We're in this epic battle together. And today's going to be a great Prophets and Patriots episode. Uh, some really interesting things on the docket to talk about, so you're going to really like it. Now, normally we would on a Thursday, we would launch the uh, American Warriors episode, but uh, my printer's broken, so I didn't couldn't do the get the copy printed out to read. So we'll do that tomorrow. Um, or if I'll read it on, on another device or something. So we'll make sure we can do that and wait for the toner to arrive. So it's one of those things in the mail. So, all right. I don't think I'm going to have any other announcements today. And we've got a good uh, show for you. So without delay, let's bring in prophets and Patriots. Here we go. And good morning, gentlemen. Johnny Enlow and St. We come St. And on, I guess there's your last name for today. <laughs> St. We've had you on one, one other time before. I think that holds one of the records for the one of the largest uh, viewed shows we have. A, your very clear uh, speaker, St. Yeah. So I, I want to ask you a question in a minute uh, to jump off. But first, Johnny's got. We're gonna we're gonna dip our toe into to, to issue. We're trying to train up our own viewers to see uh, things from a a viewpoint, a more clear viewpoint as far as the Patriots uh, side of things. So Johnny, let me just throw it to you and...
2: Yeah, it's a little conversation we were having with SG as well, is the fact that there is some different language. I've had some people on the side reach out to me and say, whether it's about SG or some other Patriots, well, you know, their language sounds a little new age-ish or something like that. And, We want to just be aware of a couple of things. You know, I'm just going to tell you first of Romans 12 2, very well-known scripture. Be not conformed to this world, to this matrix, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. This thing of renewing your mind is synonymous with what we're calling the Great Awakening right now. And I mentioned, I think last Monday... In this great awakening, we're awakening to a couple of things. We're awakening to the evil that's been around us, that has been hidden, that is now exposed. This Luciferian cabal that's been controlling us. And we're uh, uh, awakening to God in a whole new way, Uh, his righteousness. And this is happening at at a global level. And so everybody that we interact with and everybody that's on Prophets and Patriots is aware that this is what's taking place. This is in this is a common narrative we have between ourselves. And for some, they will they will say things in different ways and even mean it in different ways. They'll talk about Christ consciousness. They will talk about ascension as a word going around the fifth dimension. That if we learn to see things from the fifth dimension and the higher self. And just be aware, those are not really foundationally New Age. It can be, uh, you know, language in the New Age movement. But this is really biblical that we it doesn't say we are renewed because we said our mind is renewed because we said the sinner's prayer. It's a process. Well, it doesn't say we're transformed. It's a process as our mind is renewed, as we become more aware of what really is going on of truth, particularly truth of who he is, then this is taking place. So let let's not be cutting each other off in any way, or be offended with any uh, any guest or speaker. And we're not talking just talking about SG and on. Well, there's others; these patriots that have come on with Steve and with us at other times. They'll say things that you know you didn't necessarily hear out of from the pulpit. That kind of language, and be aware that that's that is a process that we're all going through, and that is something we have in common. There is also um, this about this prophets and patriots segment is unique and to be understood in that way, and uh, it is it is not about getting correct doctrinal positions um, on biblical matters, particularly on complex biblical matters, and having that be what we're here about. This is about recognizing the need to find fellow combatants for good. We're yeah. in an epic. I think Steve just said the word. I wrote it down, or two words: epic battle. So we have companions in this epic battle. We have fellow warriors, and and this is this is this is an important adjustment of our mind. Just think of it this way, uh, you know. For those, for instance, in South Florida, you just had a hurricane that was devastating, and and you know thousands needed to be rescued in different ways. There was no need to have each one on their positions on the Trinity, on the Holy Spirit, on. Uh, communion on, you know there, there there's not a need for that. When you're in rescue operation, when you're in epic battle, it's who's willing to stand for uh, being a person of courage, one who's willing to take the rest the the risk to to rescue with you. And um, this is a proper way of processing what takes place on prophets and patriots. These are are valuable um, uh, connections and relationships, and these are people. In all of them, you can think of all the the, the patriots that have been on, I think there's seven, eight or nine, maybe 10 that, Steve, you've had on. And what will be consistent about all of them, we won't have, I don't think anyone, we won't have asked anyone to, you know, did you make the prayer? Did you say the prayer? No, we didn't. Did you ask Jesus into your heart? But they will all be courageous. They will all be pro-good. They will all be pro-liberty. They will all be pro-life. They will be... All anti-human trafficking, anti-an elite, pedophilia, cult ruling and reigning in society, and you have to understand that's enough. That's enough for us. That's enough common ground to say we. It's not just we listen. We are in the same epic battle, and there is a time yes for fine-tuning uh, doctrine. And this is not it. This is not. This is not what's happening right here. And we'll never get that. There's a reason there's 50,000 plus denominations. That's not the point. So we just want, you know, some of you have a religious spirit that will get offended. Some of you would just have an uneasiness because this sounds like something Learn to process and think, I'm just trying to give you some tools to process even what's happening here. What's, what's going on. And, uh, this is all, uh, we're finding common ground. We have common ground. We are motivated by, and last thing on it is, uh, you'll find all of us are motivated in S.G. Anon, motivated by kingdom values. He may not call them kingdom values. Uh, he may or may not. And, and, and these other ones, you know, I think tomorrow you're gonna, or tomorrow, the day after you'll have Juan Osaben right. on, on as well. Oh, right. And, and so these, uh, you know, may or may not make the connection to the king himself in a, in a way that's acceptable to us. But this, this is a, an epic struggle over kingdom values, Champ- being championed here on Earth, and so hopefully that helps you and gives SG freedom to say things, uh, you know, as 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 yeah, he
1: normally. You know, and I'll just add my uh, a couple more words to it. Is that obviously uh, there? You said the things that they're. Um, well, let me just say it this way: We're bringing on patriots who love America, and in this case, who love Donald Trump too. So you'll you won't see us. Bringing on someone who says they're a patriot and hates Donald Trump because that's an oxymoron you can't you can't really hold that position very well, I don't think in my humble opinion, but uh anyway, and they,
2: they all love God too they yeah, every that's right. One, That's right every single one you've had on their life, I love God, I'm a follower of God, that's right and, yeah. and so you know.
1: yeah and so, and we are arm in arm with you s g We appreciate you very much, and along that line, let me just launch off here. Uh, I kind of gave you a hint, the question I was going to ask is, uh, you've had a really crisp way of of describing truths that people are starting to get a hold of, but haven't fully gotten a hold of. And I wanted to know if you would, um, assuming people hardly knew anything about the fact that the deep state has wanted to depopulate the earth, meaning kill us, whether it's Illuminati or the globalists or the elites or whatever names would be applied to it is it true that they want to kill us and if so can maybe state that case and and maybe
3: give us some proof of that absolutely um and thank you gentlemen for having me back i very much appreciate the opportunity to share the perspective with those patriots and wonderful people out there who want to see god's values championed all throughout the world and that's what this battle is really about yeah and so understanding that um I thought I would open this segment with a receipt of sorts, if you will. So this is from Henry Kissinger in a speech that he made to the World Health Organization Council on Eugenics, uh, February the 25th of 2009. The quote states, once the herd accepts mandatory forced vaccination, it will be game over. They will accept anything from us, forced uh, sterilization or organ donation for the, quote, greater good. We can genetically modify children or force them to sterilize or force them to sterilize them for the greater good. When you control their minds, you control the herd. Vaccine makers stand to make billions, and many of you in this room today are investors. It's an enormous win-win. We thin out the herd, and the herd pays us to provide them extermination services. Now, when's lunch? He said that? Correct. (sighs) These individuals... There's no words,
1: man. There's
3: just... These individuals have sought to consolidate their power structure over the world for a very long time. You know, remember, these, this group, this Luciferian cabal, has controlled all arms of power and finance for hundreds hundreds of years. I would contend to back more than a thousand. Uh, the, the days of the Knights Templar actually gave rise to the current system of banking and loans that we use in the world today. Um, you know, these individuals already ruled the world. It wasn't enough for them they wanted to be the gods of this world uh, because they know that they're not they believe themselves to be the literal spawn the bloodline lineage if you will of cain um the fallen one who killed abel and they take that mantle extraordinarily seriously let me Um, interrupt
2: you i'm sorry to interrupt you right there you brought that up i think in our previous time and there are there was some comments that where is that proof from the bible let me just reemphasize what S.G. Anon just said. They believe. It doesn't really matter if there's proof or not. Right. They believe they are Cain's seed. And so just go on.
3: Yeah, correct. And so that drives their actions and their um, venom towards us as a race. You know, we are made in the image and likeness of the Almighty. We radiate uh, creative capabilities, love, passion, desire, willpower, thought, uh, the need to speak truth. We have the mantle, the cognitive capabilities to inflict real change, lasting change in this reality that we're a part of. We have two hands and a brain that is unlike mm. anything else in all of um, you know, the Animalia kingdoms, despite what the New Age academics would have you believe. So understanding that, um, they hate us because we have everything that they don't have, and they never will have it. And so this depopulation agenda was essentially the culmination of their plan to destroy God's creation forever.
1: I mean, I I, I thought I had, been as I've been slowly waking up, that it was just they wanted to depopulate because they'll have more control over the people they want to. But you're saying there, there's a literal hatred towards us. No wonder they think, they seek to, to kill us by um, inoculations, vaccinations. It's, it's incredible. I don't know how, it, how does it make sense? If, how, how do I make sense out of the fact that Henry Kissinger, who is a prominent public figure and still is, can say that publicly, and we never know it until this moment. I mean.
3: In a speech in the mid-1990s, rockefeller of the rockefeller family gave a similar speech before a similar body Um, in that speech he had a short preamble to it and he thanked the mainstream media and the western media outlets for quote their deference as it pertains to our intentions so this this cabal by nature of the control that they have right They, they control the levers of finance and companies and a lot can be accomplished with under the table deals or just simple acquisitions that are perfectly legal in the sense, the, in the sense of the system that we have right now, um, able to consolidate these over a period of time and then leverage them to their control is how they've managed to stay in the shadows. And I would argue that that is one of Donald Trump's, will probably be one of Donald Trump's permanent legacies, is that he exposed not only the government's corruption, but how government corruption and business corruption were actually one and the same wow wow johnny go for it
2: well and we do want to hear there's really exciting stuff i know i say exciting um you have of the last 24 48 hours uh, new new stuff to to share uh, but i wanted i did want to ask um a couple of questions and uh, maybe a follow-up since we just brought up the depopulation matter. And I know there's, I've seen much evidence, of course, the conversation has been for decades that they understood the way to do so if they couldn't generate enough wars was really through vaccines. And then, you know, it, this hit home, someone, you know, to Steve, I haven't, uh, I don't know if he's reached out to you, but just yesterday, a friend of ours, uh, you know, his, his, um, his father was in, in good shape. And, and then suddenly uh, just, kind of like Stu Peters, was it called died suddenly Um, his, his uh, little video documentary or whatever that just came out, he just uh, died. And and there's, uh, you know, they look and there's all kinds of um, blood clots and, and other things like that. And and then they look into it and they're finding out, you know, funeral, um, what do we call the people who do
1: The the uh, funeral homes, the the embalmers
2: it's not the embalmers it's the person i should know the terminology i actually know it but i just need to be
1: mortician uh, maybe
2: mortician the people that are looking into what's well it's them too um uh, what do you call the legal announcement
1: medical examiner (laughs) (laughs)
2: anyway (laughs) Anyway. seeing this this black gooey and other there's all kinds of stuff they're finding in the body that's like is bizarre strange and I don't talk about it much. We're going to take advantage of, of SG being here because on our program, Steve, because I know there's so many that say, "Well, what do we do about it? We've got the vaccination, so we don't want to induce more fear than necessary, uh, or any fear really, because fear is part of the breakdown of your body, and and part of what shortens, uh, sabotages your ability to um, be renewed in your mind as well, and all that." But I wanted to know, SG, if you knew of anything uh, from your source and sources a conclusive um, uh, repair uh, um, medicine or whatever it is uh, uh, shot medicine um, taking med beds maybe that that would for those who have that's not definitely not we don't believe it's the only source of hope we know that for one thing there was all different kinds of batches and so it's not an uh, We can't assume everybody got the bad batches, the horrible ones of the vaccines, but the vaccines are killing and they're dropping like flies all over the world right now. And I could go into things that would just generate fear to make my point. But I wanted to know, had you heard of anything? I know you mentioned that there's perhaps an ability, the 5G towers as well could, there's an affectation of of the frequency in a good way that could happen. But apart from that, is there anything that you know of that? Uh, Because people, a lot of people are asking me and asking us on, do you have, do you know something that for sure works to, um, to repair, to fix to uh, the damage done uh, through that? I think you understand the line I'm going to have. I just wondered if, if you had, and if not, or even if you do, if anybody, I say in the comment section, you think you really have something that's provable, we're not going to say it's legit, but you can put, some link in there to give people some hope just in the practical way. We still believe God's big and he can heal and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Your thoughts on that, SG?
3: Well, you know, you bring up a very complex topic. The vaccination campaign that has been waged on the world um, was an intricate part of this depopulation agenda. And unfortunately, it was not able to be um, brought to a full stop and simultaneously accomplish all the other objectives of this awakening journey that we have to accomplish. We have to save these kids. Mm. Um, We have to end ritualistic human abuse and sacrifice. We have to end government corruption and pedophilia and these sorts of practices Um, because this sort of evil gave rise to the bioweapon known as the COVID-19 shot. Um, Understanding that my thoughts on the shot I'm not really a, uh, an expert on it by any means. I have found a variation of the Zelensky protocol that includes B12, vitamin A, and vitamin K, as well as the vitamin D and zinc um, supplements taken in combination and taken faithfully, folks. And that's, that's how these things work, keeping the body renewed and giving the spirit the proper nutrition it needs to you know, direct the cells to do what they have to do for healing. Um, I've, I've seen variations of that. I've discussed a couple of different times frequency healing. Um, you know, when you look at a glass of water, or a stream of water, rather, and it is enclosed in a vacuum, and you fill the vacuum with a frequency um, of 528 hertz, which some people call the God frequency, um, frequencies are just... You know, they're part of our life, right? We have microwaves that emit frequencies. We have radios that emit frequencies, cell phones that communicate through frequencies. So we know that frequencies affect us.
0: Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give.
3: Um, but when you come back to that example, in a vacuum, a stream of water with 528 hertz played becomes this beautiful double helix, um, when you play different frequencies in there, 440, for example, which is what most of our musical instruments are tuned to, by the way, it shatters the stream and breaks it apart. And so, you know, I've heard different devices that are capable of generating low intensity um, frequencies, sort of like ultrasounds that could affect healing in the body. Um, it's my understanding that MedBed technology, which is something that the United States Navy has had since the early 1990s. Really? Um, actually applies sonic healing to the cellular matrix of your body. You know, if you take an electron microscope and you point it at your arm, you don't see a solid arm. You see a very large amount of space in between the atoms that hold you together or held together by that spiritual energy that's in the space. Um, It's one of the reasons I think the Bible tells us to go into the space of God. Um, It's my understanding that that spatial area emits you know, what your being would call its, its own resonance, if you will, its own frequency as you live and walk and breathe in this, you know, in this earth. And so being able to kind of tailor healing more towards what your natural um, emission is, I think is the core of the med technology that we're talking about, or one of the cores of the med bed technology. Now you asked me for something conclusive, Outside of the Zelensky protocol, I can't give you something that's truly conclusive right now. A lot of this stuff exists, but it does not exist in the public space because it would not be safe to roll it out at this point. Mm. Um, We have to extinguish evil first. We have to keep our priorities important. Don't get the cart before the horse. And so if you have taken the shots for your family or because you were deceived or because you felt like you followed your spirit and you did what you needed to do and now you regret it, you know, don't panic and don't exist in a state of fear that only worsens the damage exist in a state of love knowing that there is nothing that can overpower your own spiritual energy there's nothing that can overpower the spirit that flows through to and through you that sustains you um and these these shots are just another example of a hindrance a poison that we've been given you know but we've been poisoned all of our lives
2: yeah exactly And you know the language of frequency and all that they're prepared despite what i said earlier on i on my program monday i it was entirely on the connection between the quantum world quantum energy frequency and how that's who we are what we are and 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 the kingdom of god and so i you know whereas again christians often might think of any of that conversation as being through fru new age it's literally science and and in that science I was telling them we're essentially uh, empty space that if you squeezed out all the empty space of the whole globe, it is um, from the quantum book. I read the whole earth would be reduced to uh, a sugar cube size. And so what you just said, we are, it's not, we are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spirit Mm. beings having a human experience. So to ignore that, when, as you just said, as you know, if they look at the right with the right uh, microscopes, whatever the things are, it's like they don't see solid. You see you're seeing energy, frequency and all that kind of stuff. And so there's a reason that's going to be reintroduced into society through med beds and other ways as a very practical um, uh, instrument of healing. And for those of you who are used to making fun of the person that uh, that tries to heal through frequency and they've had. What will be considered probably very out uh, uh, outdated um, instruments of of frequency affectation? This is going to be huge moving forward because we are spirit beings, and it just cannot uh, it cannot be ignored. It's scientifically factual. So
1: anyway, I wanted to ask St. about. I had written this one note, and I'd seen you had two or three items about treasons this and this and this and then World War III, so I'm gonna turn you over to that. But one other question to have is, can you address the big picture of the unprecedented military operation? You mentioned it to, uh, in the program on your file 28, I think it was, and I thought, you know, I need to ask him to recap that to the viewers. Uh, to what extent can you confirm or deny this, this massive military operation that's been taking place and that maybe is taking place even today. What, what can you say about that?
3: Well, I can say on that particular issue, we have uh, enough circumstantial evidence that's provided for us um, on public accessible platforms that we can establish a few things. One, there is an enormous worldwide coordinated joint operational uh, campaign going on with the militaries around the world. Uh, just yesterday, there were six separate militaries in the airspace above the United States, um, and oh, the United oh. States National Guard was in both Europe and the Pacific Rim yesterday on flight radar.
1: Crazy. The national...
3: just... Go ahead. I was just going to say, and you point out, that doesn't just happen. It did, No, it does not just happen. Donald J. Trump um, and Derek Johnson does a fantastic job of cer- summarizing does. this. I'm not sure if you all have had him yeah, on. Yeah, we've program.
1: had him on. He's good. Very good.
3: You know, President Donald J. Trump reacted to the COVID-19 bioweapon being unleashed on the world by declaring several national emergencies. As a matter of fact, he declared two national emergencies uh, solely about that particular virus. He declared a national emergency in 2018 regarding election infrastructure and uh, foreign interference in U.S. elections. So three separate national emergencies inside of a two-year period. The Congress of the United States is required to address national emergencies declared by the president. They don't get to declare... They don't get to decide whether the emergency is real or not. They're required to investigate because the president is imbued with the authority to make that determination in its finality. In other words, this is an emergency, and no, you can't ask questions. You have to address it. When Congress failed to address these national emergencies and the COVID-19 weapon was unleashed on the world, the continuity of government plan was instigated and put into motion to insulate Donald Trump, and any lawful members of the civilian government that would come out of this uh, COG situation. That plan was devolution of government. Donald Trump federalized and brought to active duty status. 1 million national guard soldiers. I believe it was in May of 2020. Uh, the only one who can do that is the president of the United States. And it was the first time since Abraham Lincoln that it had been done. Donald Trump federalized all 50 states guards, um, He placed the National Guard into its functional active duty status as a reserve component and increased the size of the Army and Air Force by a million people. They have been outside of their jurisdictions uh, because the National Guard are identified as state militias under U.S. law. They have been outside of their jurisdictions now 365 days a year for going on two and a half years. This coordinated operation is about draining the entire world of this cabal that has controlled levers of government and power. Um, You know, why was the election stolen here in the United States? And a lot of us that for that, for a lot of us, that was the point where we really woke up, right? Mm -hmm. That was the point where a lot of people went, wait a minute, there's no way he lost that election. And so this cabal has had that kind of power for a very long time. They've just been very clandestine and secretive with it, with the United States, because they know the American population Is the only population on earth that is better armed than any army in the world so understanding that we had the election stolen that brought the spotlight and exposure onto a manchurian government it's my it's my belief that joe biden is not the joe biden that we believed him to be from the days of old he's Um, he's
1: a different one from the one that i recognize i've seen them side by side they're two different people i i would absolutely concur
3: My contention with that is Joe Biden was placed in that role by this military alliance at the very top to sort of Judas goat the cockroaches in the United States government who are corrupt politicians, bureaucrats, pedophiles, things of that nature out into the open while simultaneously ruining their stuff all around the world. And so between the evidence we have from documentation, federal mission resilience, executive order, I believe it was 13952, but I'd have to go back and double check the numbers. It was signed by Donald Trump on December the 7th of 2020, and it gave a chain of command for the government in exile. It gave a lawful structure for um, exactly, I mean, it was termed federal mission resilience. It was exactly what um, you would think it to be, survival of the lawful government of the Republic of the United States Um, which received the military backing of United States combatant commanders at the very top of the armed forces. People tend to forget generals like Lloyd Austin and Mark Milley don't make decisions. They are essentially PR pieces. They go and give updates from the military to the press or to the government, but they are not strategizing generals on the battlefield. Mm. Um, Donald Trump is surrounded by more than 200 of these generals in the United States armed forces, who have enormous um, swaths of the military at their command. And part of this operation is them identifying any traitors or combatants or saboteurs that they may have in their ranks as well. And so that's another reason that this has taken so long. Um, You know, if you go back and look at the picture of the inauguration of President Trump, where he puts his arms up and says, we're giving power back to you, the people. On the right-hand side of the picture, he's flanked by an officer wearing a military cover that has the braids of the Judge Advocate General Corps. On the other side, flanked to his left, or excuse me, his right, our left, looking at the picture, is a is an officer wearing what looks like a yellow and almost lavender or blue braid across the top of his hat. That's an officer's cap for military intelligence. Um, this was an operation right from the start, really. and we are witnessing.
1: And he um, was telegraphing this to the people who would recognize those. Uniforms, I guess. huh?
3: Correct. It was an open declaration of war on the CIA. Wow. That says it. (laughs) So understanding that this has been a complex military operation since Donald Trump's inauguration as president the first time sort of gives us a bit of pause and a measure of peace, knowing that we're now in these large scale coordinated operational phases where physical Earth is being moved. Um, physical tunnels are being destroyed physical children are uh, continuing to be rescued and are being given proper medical treatment so long as they survive the rescue yeah um you know we're living history ladies and gentlemen wow wow
1: that's amazing now you had um you were detailing this morning when i was watching that program again i didn't you began to talk about uh an act of uh, Turkey, I didn't even know from once I was. I skipped ahead or something, but you were talking about Turkey was getting ready to do a military operation. Is that something that you are talking about publicly?
3: Correct. Turkey is preparing a, a special military operation sort of along the lines of Putin's operation in Ukraine, and he will be, Erdogan will be going into Syria to remove CIA assets, uh, rogue wow. weapons caches, and terror cell networks that have managed to hold out there in the desert. Uh, Remember, ISIS was funded by John McCain and Hillary Clinton. And ISIS was in that exact swath of the world, and an enormous amount of weaponry and um, wealth and capability was stored secretly there uh, in bunkers and and things of that nature. So Turkey is going in to eradicate uh, rogue elements of the CIA, and I think that we're going to see some interesting optics with that as it pertains to Syria here very soon.
2: And it seems like uh, Russia will be, Putin will be in some way backing him in that offering
3: cover and protection. Correct. correct? Uh, It's my understanding that Erdogan and Putin have talked by phone relatively frequently in recent weeks um, just to secure Russia's economic backing more than anything and their military backing if needed. Although people tend to forget that Turkey has a very well-equipped and well-armed military, they're a lot like Russia as it pertains to, you know, a match between Turkey and Syria is very much like Russia and Ukraine right now. Um, They're simply outmatched. So it's just a matter of time. I'm not sure when this operation will begin. But I know that the CIA has just recently attempted to kill Erdogan yet again with an Istanbul terror attack. So
1: is and you mentioned John McCain and Hillary Clinton. Uh, I don't know if you meant by by legal action in Congress or in some other a treasonous way they funded ISIS, but is it an overstatement or understatement to say John McCain was a tre- was a treasonous It's not an
3: overstatement at all. John McCain, unfortunately, very deep into the cabal. Um, one of the things that people don't realize about Mister McCain, and you know, I'm I'm sorry to have to say it, but it is true. Mister McCain was treated relatively lightly in his prisoner of war days in exchange for um, being complicit in the depravity against his own countrymen. Um, mm-hmm. Mr. McCain was involved in financing terrorism. Um, there's one of the, that's one of the reasons that he passed away at the time that he did. Um, he, he did not have an extraordinarily long usefulness as it pertains to this military operation, but he did have details that were needed, and he did make a deal that would protect his legacy publicly. But that doesn't stop good open source of from going and finding out the truth. Um, You know, Mr. McCain and Hillary Clinton both were involved in shell companies, if you will, that funneled money and manpower to the ISIS caliphate in the Middle East in 2013 and in 2014. Um, It was mostly done with dark money. I don't believe it was primarily done with taxpayer money. But remember, taxpayer money funds the CIA, which funds terrorism everywhere. So it's important to understand that when they scrape off the top, they're not really doing us a moral favor.
1: And uh, pardon my rabbit show right here, but isn't it true that the, the CIA was, was trying to be, JFK, JFK was trying to take down the CIA, which is why he ended up losing his life. Uh, the CIA has, has been that evil for that long.
3: Correct. President Kennedy is on record stating about four months before his assassination that he would quote, splinter the CIA into a thousand pieces and scatter it into the wind. Um, President Kennedy signed Executive Order 11110, which directed the United States Treasury in 1963 to um, begin a process to return the dollar to an asset backed standard with a measurable weight of silver. Uh, many people contend that that is the main reason Kennedy was taken out. President Kennedy knew um, exactly like Donald Trump knew just who his enemy was. And just the measures needed to do that, and Donald Trump actually signed an executive order that mirrored eleven eleven zero from Kennedy in many ways really? on February fourth of two thousand seventeen. Almost immediately after his inauguration, um, we were off to the races to destroy this cabal the moment we had the power in government. Wow,
1: I had no idea, Johnny. What questions you have?
2: All right, so this is uh, um, <coughs> not a strange question, but of course, a lot of these things we know even about. I was. Uh, i had been connected to the we'll say the q drops way back 2017 2018 whatever it was and there was uh, you know even from q there was uh he told us 30 days before it happened to the minute when john mccain was going to um die and he was explaining he's not leaving on his terms and so part of the proofs that we have uh go back to to there this is a question um, that um, some are raising, you know, about the present queue that Re showed up after um, whatever it was, a year and a half, I, I can't remember the exact time. And hes, you know, just to me, he sounds um, a little different, and we know it wasn't supposed to be one person anyway. It was up to 10 people, seven to 10 people, so that would be fine. Um, and I know he's coming in on the same trip code. I don't understand enough about that to know if that could be um,
1: hacked like, or something
2: in some way. I, so the question, I'm gonna ask you a question and then uh, make a comment first before you answer. So, But the question is, how confident are you that the new queue is part of the same Q? I know they're at least on similar theme. I was taken, uh, before you answered, here's the part, I was taken a little bit back by his um, recent post, you know, it's Beware of False Prophets, I'm not a prophet. You're not a prophet, or something, something like that. And I get, I get the point. Uh, it's kind of the same point on this program we are making to the church, what we call the body of Christ, that is used to going to wait for the return of Jesus, return of Jesus, return of Jesus, and we say you need to be in action. He said, "Occupied till I return. You must be on the battlefield in some kind of way till I return." I think that's his point, but. Uh, it's so interesting because Q has, in effect, been filling the role of a prophet. He hasn't been calling himself that. But if you follow him from the very beginning, the, you know, the main line, the main slogan lines, even uh, one of the things I think he said at least several times, it was over before it began. You know, it's like this that this whole mission. Uh, there's trust a plan. How can that be anything other than a prophetic context? The best is yet to come. Nothing can stop what is coming. Uh, The storm, uh, you know, all the way from Trump saying it and then that language being there forever and ever telling about the EBS, 10 days of darkness, everything he's he's been doing as part of it hasn't just been awakening, not just telling people to, uh, you know, do something, but it has been. Listen, the end has already been determined. So it's I was taken aback a bit by him even saying, you know, like. Even if you think of prophets not being in the spiritual world, but the ones that are projecting and 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 prognosticating what he's doing, and so it made me wonder. I'm like, I you know, I I wonder if he is. And you may not know this, but now to answer the question, how confident are you that this person speaking as Q is is the original or tied or connected to the original Q?
0: Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today.
3: Um, I have a very high degree of confidence for that. The Okay, good. And we'll get to the other point in just a moment. The IT speak that you're talking about with trip codes and those sorts of things, Um Trip codes. I'm not very tech savvy in this particular arena, but my understanding is that trip codes um, represent movement of data. Um, they're instantaneous. They're unique in their assignment to wherever that data originated from. In other words, to allow for the tracking of data, the total tracking of data, you have um, a tag that is assigned to it whenever data is generated and then sent out on a website or on a web form. My understanding is that this data um, tripped the same tag codes if you will at the as the original q posts from 2017 going through to 2020 you know and we have on record in that period of time q telling us that there would be a period of pause there would be a period of silence um they would return and they would continue to um drop crumbs if you will and kind of you know shepherd us into this awakening process um and that kind of ties into the point that I'm about to make with what you were discussing with profits and those sorts of things. I would almost venture my, my personal you know, di, dissection of this as Q, as Q being in control to the point where they can affect the chain of events. In other words, they have a modicum of control now that, that we've never had before. And so we can sort of force the game board to go a, a specific way. I think, well, I know that Q is very godly and talks about God and our Lord many, many times, in mm. Q drops, and I don't believe that Q would want to place themselves in the position to be misidentified as agents of God's spirit, which is what a prophet is. A prophet gives you a message direct from the Almighty. That is an enormous mantle. I mean, we're talking iconic names throughout history like Jeremiah and Isaiah, um, so understanding that, you know, they're not profits, but they do have enough control in sectors like government, finance, business, and law um, to affect real change, mm-hmm. I think is where we can draw that sort of delineation. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, I, go ahead. Yeah, ask another one there, Johnny.
3: Yeah. So
2: so I the, my assumption that I was making, I, I thought you were going to go there naturally, but by him saying we're not profits it's kind of get back on task is what he's saying it's like don't don't be detained by speculating Correct. because there's this thing that's you know different different one of the patriot voices has a a date when something's going to is he kind of encouraging everybody just stay out of speculating what exact day and just continue and i think when he wants action he doesn't want uprising military you know he, he he doesn't want revolutionary uh activity that involves taking up arms, but it's doing things like this, become digital soldiers and et cetera, et cetera. Is is that the assumption you have as well?
3: Correct, because Q concludes that uh, particular post with focus on the mission. Now that's a commander reminding his platoon to keep their eyes where their eyes need to be, which is in front of them. Don't worry about the things that are going on that are ancillary, uh, really truly unimportant to the overall success of the campaign. We have to function as a cohesive unit. Um, I've been saying for a long time that the White Hat Alliance has a very clear pulse on the emotional sentiment of the mass population at large around the world. Um, That is necessary for this operation to succeed. Our continued heightened awareness, our deeper understanding of the things that have happened both to us and to our world is how we win this operation. To bring around those sleepers, um, we're being given the opportunity through various discomforts that we're all intimately aware of. To help explain to them why it is this way and how it does not have to be this way. We allow ourselves to get pulled to the side too much, and we forget that our purpose here is to eradicate child trafficking, eradicate pedophilia all around the world, eradicate the ritualistic abuse of humans, and to return the world to some semblance of godly balance. That is why we're here. There is no other reason for this awakening. And we can't progress forward in that if we are sort of caught up in the details. Well, let
1: me ask you a question because I've heard this speculated. Johnny and I have speculated, but this is the clearest I've heard anyone or an anon. Do I understand that you believe that the White Hats have put this particular Biden in there to to affect this overall plan? Is that what you're saying?
3: Correct. If we look at the election cycle of 2020, there was a poll conducted, um, and actually I would have to go back and check my research. It was either in 2019 or 2020 and began in May. It was a focus group conducted to determine the least and most likely candidates for the Democrat National uh, Convention as it pertained to the 2020 general election. The entire focus group lasted six weeks. It involved more than 5,000 people, and it was paid for by the Republican National Convention why in the world would they pay for that um, this was a planned operation right from the start to find the least likely to the american public um, candidate for office who would then be allowed to uh, flagrantly steal an election in real time knowing that yeah and we, and we know intuitively how popular joseph r biden is right i mean this right. isn't a new gentleman who didn't leave his basement when he campaigned he can't get three thousand people on a youtube feed Um, so that sort of kicked off the awakening for a lot of Americans that, wait a minute, there's absolutely, I don't like Trump that much, but there's no way he lost. And so we end up in this sort of, you know, rabbit hole journey that leads us to these other more important issues. And it's my belief that that's why we're here.
2: Steve, if I can jump in with that.
1: Go for it. Yeah.
2: a, A side question as well, not necessarily related to that, but so, Back to the point of doing our part, and part of it is being the digital warriors, getting the word out, being a part of awakening. And it's not just getting the word out. There is this part of finding peace and alignment with God so that even we begin part of, yes, the, the frequency change in society. We can call it the anointing for those who prefer that language for us. We carry the anointing. We release that. It begins to change uh, change things. But there's a situation. I'm watch. I love Soccer, and so I'm watching the World Cup as well, and I'm watching a channel in in Spanish. I was born and raised in Peru, South America. My parents were missionaries, so I I love soccer because of that. But I I love uh, Hispanic announcers; it's so a lot more exciting. <laughs> and <laughs> but I'm watching a commercial, and the commercial is it's a uh, man. Who was it? One of the vaccination company, one of the pharmaceutical, like don't Pfizer, order,
1: Moderna, Pfizer,
2: and they're telling you can get your, and they're telling parents to get their vaccinations for their five and under. Um, and I'm yelling at the TV, no! Um, and is there? Do you? Would you know what would be a citizen approach to how to go after that? In, in, any any ideas from from your knowledge scope
3: as far as um intervening with the vaccination agenda
2: yeah is that should we do is that you just leave that for we'll say the military plan or is there is there something that you think back to q if he wants if part of this thing is stay active don't just speculate what would be a citizen operation to go after that
3: or, or, you or know, not. a citizen operation that I've that I've not seen really occur at a mass scale yet. And, and it may not be necessary because we do have a Nuremberg 2.0 that is scheduled for next year. But a really good case to be made is that the vaccines are all fraudulent, has nothing to do with the actual medical harm. The vaccine manufacturers are granted immunity from that anyway, courtesy of some very sick United States codes that exist in our world. Um but going after them for informed consent, non-disclosure of ingredients, non-disclosure of clinical trial findings, those sorts of things, you can build a powerful case for fraud. I'm surprised that a citizen grassroots movement has not yet taken that under account, but that would require a very brave attorney or a team of attorneys that yeah. are willing to do the absolute right thing. And so maybe you know individuals from your audience hold that particular experience or you know have those sorts of connections that could you know, move things into a class action. Fraud is a federal crime. Fraud would um, vitiate, fraud vitiates everything. So we would be able to return in a legal sense all the way back to before this mass campaign was launched. Now, how that plays into what we have on the horizon with this tribunal that's coming up in Nuremberg next year with tribunals that Russia is already holding for bioterrorism in Ukraine and other countries are going to hold those tribunals as well, by the way, Um You know this could very well be an issue where it gets rolled up into an extraordinarily long scroll that is simply handed to a military tribunal at some point but it would provide a conduit for taking real effective action right now
1: Um, uh, you know and let me just dovetail off of that uh talk about uh, your knowledge of the ongoing tribunals that have been going on for i'm i mean i'm thinking that if this has really been a, a military operation almost since trump was inaugurated uh, how long have tribunals been going on that we don't know about
3: that maybe you would know about yes um for the better part of two years we saw tribunals begin um between january 21st and march the 4th of 2021 in select areas um Tom Hanks received a tribunal for crimes against, um, humanity and children in 2019. Um, it's my understanding that other notable key players of the cabal, um, were also taken down and given tribunals in that 2018 to 2020 period. We know since January of 2021, that the white house, the, at the actual white house in DC has been boarded up and closed for business. Um, that building has flown, a POW flag above it many many times. We have of video evidence. There,
1: yeah. What's the deal? Correct.
3: We have video evidence of black bags being removed from that building. Um, we have video evidence of what appear to be coordinated um, executions by firing squads going on at night. Um, very rhythmic, consistent flashes of light all through the second level of the building. Mm-hmm. Um, so, You know, and we also have video evidence, documented proof uh, shortly after the inauguration of 2021, where there are enormous halogen spotlights in front of the White House um, and an enormous, what looks to be a prisoner transport or an armored transport vehicle and probably 30 or 40 people being uh, sort of herded through barricades. It very much appeared to be a military prisoner transport operation. Wow. you know, Washington, D.C. is defined in the United States Code as a foreign territory. So it is a territory that the United States military can hold tribunals on. Um, they are legally allowed to under the law of war to conduct military tribunals in any area that is identified as a combatant in an area in a time of war. Um, the White House being very symbolic uh, for that, I think, is very possible. Um And we know that we have um, some reporting, at least out of Guantanamo Bay, in the last two and a half to three years where there have been tribunals happening down there. There have been courtroom, courtroom, excuse me, expansions that happened down there and are apparently happening again. Um, So, you know, this is this is a very active military operation. And some of these people on tribunal will be given multiple tribunals. Um, it really depends on where they're at in relation to this deep state power structure, how they fall in that sort of chain of command. And if they're one of the special ones for last, I think we'll see them publicly next year. Wow. Wow. I
1: I got to add this in. You mentioned Tom Hanks. It was like, what, four years ago or so. I, I talked with you on the phone, Johnny, and I said, I had this dream and this guy was had his back to me. And I knew when he turned around, he would be guilt, He would, I would recognize him as being guilty of child trafficking. And he turned around and it was Tom Hanks. I said, Is it possible that Tom Hanks is actually a child trafficker? And you, you basically affirmed that prophetically and through some of your personal knowledge. So you, so he's already been tried. Has he been executed?
3: Correct. Uh, Tom Hanks was the adrenochrome dealer in the greater LA area, um, a very, very wicked man. And we wow. did not waste time with him once his usefulness was exhausted. Wow. Wow. So let me
2: jump in with this question kind of related to this. I think it, it might have been yesterday, I don't know, it was just uh, one of your posts. We you mentioned over the next 48 hours there would be things to wake up the normies and you can you speak into
3: that? I was speaking more along the lines of where we're at a renewed uh, level in our consciousness. We're moving into the Christmas season. And so this is the time to have those gentle conversations. I'm not privy to any specific events, um, either today or tomorrow, but I would be unsurprised if we did have some, we're moving into, you know, we're moving rapidly towards December 7th. That is a very symbolic day in American history. It also happens to be the two year anniversary of the signing of the devolution executive order by president Trump. Wow. Um, You know, but as we move through this into the holiday season, this this is the time really to have these loving conversations that are, you know, maybe have a bit of a serious tone. You know, it's this really is about telling our brother, hey, you know, there is something you really need to know. Um, It's it's not my personal opinion. I can bring receipts and you should um, probably bring some receipts for these individuals. And that's one of the reasons I've tried to provide some on the uh, true social account, because people need to understand why we're here. We're not just here to return Donald Trump to the presidency. And that's one of the reasons this is taking so long. We're here to drain the swamp all across the entire earth. This is a massive operation.
1: That's so good. That's so pivotal. And I mean, uh, my my own personal waking up, I keep thinking I'm waking up and then I get woken up some more. So I don't, what, let me just ask you this, and we'll keep this close to an hour so that we'll get you back more often. But what would you like to share with people that's on your mind and heart today? Take as long as you want.
3: You know, the thing that's been on my mind and heart today is the children. Um, I found some interesting newspaper articles and some image correlations to George H.W. Bush um, quite a while back that I shared today on the Truth Social. And, you know, this really is about them. We are returning the apples of God's eye to God. Um, we are rescuing them from literal hell on earth. And we are Um, providing a new future for mankind. You know, think about the sorts of wonderful things that those trafficking survivors who find healing and find God and are able to convert their life into that light place or allow God to bring them into that light place. Think about the types of knowledge and wonder that they could share with the world, technologies that they've witnessed in action. Um, You know, we're talking, well, we could talk a lot about that, but You know, we're talking about technologies that no one has dreamed of in their wildest imagination. And these people have lived on it, walked on it, been transported on it. And yes, it was from a place of bondage. But when they are liberated into the world and um, grown adults, educated, um, healthy, things like that, we're going to see change that we've never seen before on this planet. You know, Jesus Mm -hmm. used to say, these are the most precious to me. Um, Mm -hmm. Being like a little child is how we... Return to that God place and so you know my mind and my heart has really been on that issue as of late because it truly is why Donald Trump did what he did and it's why Donald Trump agreed to leave publicly for a while also knowing that the citizens of the United States whom he loves were going to have to suffer through this process but it it was for a greater cause and so just keep that in mind.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for that. You know, and the, I just I don't I wish I had words to convey uh, uh, to President Trump how grateful we are for his yes, amazing sacrifice. It's like he said many times he didn't have to do this. He was wealthy. He was famous. He had recognition. He didn't need anything, and yet he, the fact that he's willing to suffer through this with us, and even uh, even uh, the potential arrest. Do you have any thoughts on the probability of Trump being arrested?
3: You know, I remain sort of unchanged from the last time. I think that as we go through this movie that we're all living, the, the unlawful Manchurian government will eventually have no choice. They're going to have to bring down the leader of the opposition. And the opposition to them, of course, is Make America Great Again, which is what all of the patriots out there want to do. Um, you know, Q dropped us a drop in 2018 that dropped at the exact same second down to the timestamp. It's the only drop out of almost 5,000 drops that did that. And that timestamp was 5.03 and 45 seconds. And I think that was the emphasis given to 45. Uh, The drop discussed the first arrest. Um, And, you know, we have January 6th and the unselect committee after him, you know, essentially every single day. Now we have a new DOJ special counsel. There's a lot of ways that this could devolve. Mm. I don't foresee any sort of Trump arrest happening and causing a problem for long, if at all. I think it'll be a special military, um, a special forces operation that will insulate the president Oh, good. and um, we'll go from there. But gotcha. I do think that if the unlawful government, um, it knows its days are numbered and the only way that it can protect its longevity is to take out President Trump. Yeah. Well,
1: wow. well, SG, thank you so much. We appreciate it very, very much. Uh, you've given us a lot of encouragement that things are happening. I mean, I'm really seeing it. Any last thoughts, Johnny?
2: Just if not for him to go on long, but sticking this thing with the children, of course, very powerful for me, for us. I know you, Steve, as well. Would you would you know like I've had the thoughts already? and, And I don't know if there are tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands or millions of kids being rescued, but I I know if it's in the millions that it really is going to be a major assignment that once we're on the other side of we'll save the justice reveal of things, it's going to be a major assignment for good people is, you know, I don't know what kind of families will be provided, what kind of structures will be. We, we understand there might be people their entire life have been underground that have been so horrifically abused and you may not have. Um, only because your mind's been about that as well. And so I'm I'm sure you've had to think somewhat. I just wonder how much we in society, um, you know, the humanitarian and spiritually motivated and believers need to be preparing ourselves for um, a substantial um, investment, not just money, but time and every other kind of way for these, for these kids that have been out there. Is any, any comment on on that as as we're closing here?
3: Well, that is, that's certainly going to have to come. And I think we're going to have to define and create some new humanitarian structures. Part of this journey will be to destroy organizations like CPS, um, which has actually been very complicit in child trafficking, human trafficking. Um, The foster system itself is entirely broken. It is corrupt and an avenue for trafficking. Um, That doesn't mean that people participating in those systems are bad, not at all. Um, But it means that the systems themselves don't exist with the um, exact purpose that we are told that they exist. So we're going to have to design new ones. I think that we do need to prepare ourselves, Johnny, for something like that. Um, Currently, we are at more than 2 million children rescued in the last four years. Um, That number is enormous. Um, we have a very, essentially we have a, we're going to add a new generation to this planet. Um, and I think that, you know, as, as we go through, we're going to have a very important job as the adults in this arrangement to perhaps provide care, certainly to provide instructional or healing services, um, to acclimate these kids to a completely new world, because that's what this is. This is a new world. Many of them have never even seen the surface, never knew that earth had a surface. Um, so you wow. know, this is going to be a, an epic spiritual journey for all of us over the next 20 oh, to 30 sure. years. And I am wow. so excited for my son's generation and his children after him because wow. they're going to live in a wonderful world. Wow.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Thank Good you. encouraging word there, St. Thank you so much. Yes, all right. You. Well, Johnny, thank you, too, as well. This was a very, very uh, helpful broadcast. I hope you will all share this copy, the URL, and send it to your friends. But on social media, let's get people educated and more awak- awakened. And okay, and then a quick reminder that tomorrow is 107. Uh, we recorded him yesterday, he airs tomorrow. That will be very, very helpful and encouraging as well. So, God bless you, everyone. God bless you, ST. We will see yes, you all you, again, same time tomorrow. Bye bye.
0: This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.